Hey everyone, and welcome back to The Yoni, where you cultivate your own new identity. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Nigeron DeBrowell, coming back again to give you the keys to unlocking you. But before I start anything, I have to give thanks to the creator of everything. Dear God, thank you so much for being my rock. Thank you so much for being my friend. Thank you for guiding me and holding me, understanding me, allowing me to rest, relax, and pamper myself and understand that that's important too. I thank you for being there for me and not just me, but for the listeners of this podcast. I thank you for this platform. I thank you for them. I thank you for my listeners. I thank you for anybody that takes the time out to hear what I have to say because that means a lot to me because you don't have to but you choose to and and that's very nice of you to do um so yes um less of me and more of you in Jesus name amen so hi everyone um this is going to be a a different podcast simply because this marks one of the last episodes of season two. I know, I know, I know. So sad. I know. But this month, at the end of this month, this will mark, it will mark um, the end of season two of The Yoni, which I am so firstly excited for um, and happy for because I have two seasons which is very very awesome but my episodes within each season has I think tripled uh because I had my first season I had I think seven eight episodes and this season I've had 24 so um we'll see what season three has to offer but this year definitely has brought in a lot of new and like I uh, shared with you guys that my word for this year was expansion and on my last episode of the year I will give you guys my new word of 2024 and what I want you guys to start thinking about as we close the Yoni for this season is what is your word for 2024 and um as we go through these four last weeks of the season, um, I just want you to think about it because towards the end, which is actually the day before my birthday, um, I will disclose my word and hopefully you guys will um, leave it in the comments. I'll have a question on that episode of what your word is for 2024 and hopefully you can um, go in Spotify or wherever you are and just, you know, chat with me because I would love to hear your response um so yes uh so like I've been saying my word this year was expansion and so I've been um 
expanding quite a bit. As you can see, it was almost triple the amount of episodes from last year's um, season. And that really was because I wanted to push myself to see what I could do and really expand. Really, I was, to be honest, a rubber band this year. I was seeing how much I could expand uh, and how much I could hold. Um, And truthfully, it has been very tiring. Um, But just like Brent Faya says in his song, Jackie Brown, it's like when he goes, only been a few hours, but it feel like days. Only been days, but it feel like months. Only come for you, only move like once. Life moves fast when you're doing what you want. I guess I'm doing what I'm what I want. I hope you're doing what you want. Right? So life is moving fast because I really feel like I just stopped working at Blooming Einstein's in March and I blinked and now it's November and I'm like I don't know that last year any of the years that I was living prior to this year it's been this fast like in the blink of an eye here we are in November and here I am in November like I remember leaving work and leaving work by faith in March and, and looking at the calendar and saying to myself, how in the hell am I supposed to do this year with no job? Like, I remember looking at the calendar at March in, in April and, and, and every single month before November saying, how am I going to get here? And now I'm here and I'm like, how did I get here? How am I going? How am I growing? How am I evolving? How am I How am I here? How did I get here? And it's it's so crazy to think that I had to leave my job in March in order to be the person I am today in November. And I say that because the Nija I was in the beginning of this year is not the same Nija um, I am now. Um, the beginning of the year, I was depending on someone else for my income. I didn't have to be as sociable. I didn't have to try as hard. I didn't have to uh, know about Canva, know about CapCut, and know about um, uh, fiber and all of these different things and know how to run a business and know about LLC and know about taxes and know about all these things. In the beginning of the year, I didn't know any of this. But now I know how, I know what fragrance oil is and how much percentage you need to put in a candle and what type of wax fits well with the candle that you want. And I know how to self edit 
because I edited and self-published my own book and I know where to self-edit if you want full freedom and full reign for your creative um, endeavor or whatever you choose to create. I traveled for three months. March, April, no, April, May, and June. So I can show you how to travel on a budget via Google Flights because you can travel on a budget and God can save you mad money, not a lot of money, mad money. That's, if you're not from New York, you don't know what mad means, but mad means a lot. Like if someone's like, bro, they got me mad tight, yo. They they got me mad tight. Like that means that they got him very tight. They got him very tight. So you save mad money. But I didn't know about this until I did it, right? And I asked myself, how did I get here? And before I step into how did I get here, I wanted to go back a week and talk a little bit about rest, relaxing, and pampering because I wanted to tell you guys what I did within that week. And I want to see what you guys did or how you guys relaxed and pampered. So if you guys want to leave a comment in this podcast about what you guys did for uh, what you guys did to rest, relax, and pamper, that would be awesome. Um, but for me, what I decided to do, um, because of course I'm a business owner and because I do still have this side of me to perfect, I, um, use this week to really kind of give back to myself in the sense of not, being so much CEO or founder kind of mentality in the sense of not trying to find everything wrong and fix it. But if there's a problem, just, you know, deal with it later. You're relaxing now. And throughout this week of pampering, whether that was not really dealing with the business of like constantly selling and constantly putting myself out there, but just relaxing. It was very nice for me. And during that time, I then was able to put my, uh, pull my sister in, in the business because I know that she can do things that I personally can't. And so having that time of rest allowed me to realize that she's the best in something that I'm not in. I can use my time doing something else now that I've given her the um, full reign and the 100% responsibility for this task that I don't really do really well. Um, And that I made that choice based on resting. And I'm glad with that choice simply because I gave myself time to relax, time to think it through because I wasn't thinking, oh, I need to do all of this myself it was more so since I had time on my hands, I was thinking, how can I alleviate work off myself, but then allow others that want to help to be able to. And that was a choice and a great executive choice that I made, but that happened due to the fact that I allowed myself to rest. Um, In the sense of relaxing, I took over every single day, I took a bath and I, some days I put bubbles in it, some days I didn't. Some days I soaked and then 
Um, some days I didn't. And it was really pampering to me because I lit one of my candles. And if you guys don't know, I actually have a candle company known as Ethereal Candle Co. And it was birth really... Uh, it was kind of like I, I could say it on my podcast, a, a merry birthing. Really, God gave me it and he used me as the vessel and I kind of birthed the, the promise. And I'm running with it now. And sometimes, truthfully, I don't know how to, you know, take care of it sometimes. And it's my new baby. Um, but I'm just so glad and um, uh, so honored that God gave me this. And it was a way for him to, for, a way for him to allow me to share my light with the world because my poetry are the first book that I published and I'll be publishing many books. Um, but my first, the first book that I published that talked about my pain from the ages of 11 to 22, it really showcased my darkness and my candle company showcased my light. So if you guys are interested in candles or love candles, definitely you can follow us at Ethereal Candle Co. It is at E. T-H-E-R-E-A-L, candle, C-A-N-D-L-E, co, C-O, underscore, underscore, two underscores. You can follow us at Instagram or on Instagram, and we're going to start posting more um, frequently now that I have a social media manager, which is my lovely sister. Um, We're going to be starting to post more frequently so you guys can know more about the business, but yes, um, I was able to, I pampered myself with lighting one of my candles, which is my Empire State of Mind candle, which is our apple spice and caramel candle. And I lit that candle while taking a bath and I just allowed myself to smell and immerse myself in the ethereal experience, but also give myself some time to myself, which was very, 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 very much needed. Um, and then how I... I guess pampered myself. Uh, I love burgers, fries, and milkshakes. And so that's one of my comfort things. And this week, well, last week, I actually was on my lady day for my mom because she doesn't like the word period. But I was on my lady day um, on my time of the month. And so when I'm on my time of the month or when I need comfort, I like burgers, fries, and milkshakes. And so. I went and pampered myself and got burgers, fries, and milkshakes at least twice that week because I love it. It brings me comfort. I was on my lady. I was on my time of the month and I was listening to myself and pampering myself, resting and relaxing. So I would love to hear how you guys rest, relax, and pampered. And so if you guys would like to leave a comment, um, that would be lovely appreciated. But if you don't, um, that's fine too. You could just listen to how I pampered myself and maybe you can just take that um but back to what I was saying about how did I get here I I don't know how it's November and I'm here and I still have energy and I still have grit and I still want to test and I still want to do these things it's it's crazy but it's, it's not crazy. It's, it's all God. And I watch uh, this lady on YouTube called Bold for Christ, and her name is Christina. And I feel as though when I, um, 
I don't know. I feel that this month within itself, not even this month, sorry, this year within itself has been so expansive for me that at a point I could, there were multiple times within this journey where I could have went back. I could have went to what I, I knew. I wanted to go back to what I'd known because it was safe. I had a check every two weeks. Um, and I didn't have to push myself. Um, but walking out on faith and leaving my job and not turning back, even though there were parts of me that wanted to, because I am a person that loves financial stability. I I like the fact of having money in my bank account. I love that. I think it's something that I loved and I got used to. And the thing is, because I got used to it and it was a comfort, God took that away. And he was like, well, if you want to grow, I need, I, I want you to, I want to see what you're going to do without the money. And so my new book was starting, I'm starting to actually write. Um, there's, and it's going to be so different than the second, I mean, the first book, it's going to be so different. I just know it, but I have conversations with God and what I realize is God's, God speaks to me in the way that he spoke to the men or the people who wrote the Bible. And I say that in the sense of God will have me write something on a piece of paper and it comes from my head and it's from my hand but it's not my words. And people may say, it is your words. It's how you speak and it's how you see the world. That's correct. It is my words, how I speak, how I see the world. But it is not, I, I didn't come up with how the words came out. I didn't, God did. And because God did, I write so fast. So if you were ever to come into my lovely abode or my safe space, which is my home, you'll see whether that's in my room or around the house in little nooks and crannies, there'll be little writings. And that's, that happens. And that's something new, but that happens because when God speaks to me, I stop everything and I write it because if I don't, I'll forget. And one of the poems that I wrote was having a conversation with God. And I'm like, God, why is my money funny? Like you've called me to be so much and I know you have. So why is the thing that you call me to be financially free, financially stable? Why is it not looking like that? And he spoke to me and he said to me, you would never know your purpose in life if money was always attached to it. And I'm like, sir, but we need money. I need money to survive. Like, 
people need money to survive. Cream. Cash rules everything around me. It's the truth. It's the truth. So if, if, if cash rules everything around me, cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. What do you mean that <laughs> you're going to make my money funny? That, is, that doesn't make sense. Right? But what does the Bible say? Lean not on our understanding. Lean on God's, right? Because to the human, to, the hum, to, to humanity, to the human race, that makes no sense. To everybody else in my life, that makes no sense. Why would you leave your job knowing that you have bills, knowing that God just blessed you with the 2023 SUV that you got to pay not only a car a, 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 a car payment monthly but a car, car insurance you got to pay other bills you got you got credit card bills you got you got college bills you got your loans starting to to, to to spark up you got this is me muggle body saying god i got money problems and cash rules everything around me and you talking about you want to stop the cash flow so i could see my purpose sir what the hell and he said, yes, that's what we're going to do. And that's that. And there was a point where I didn't want to get on board. I went on Indeed and I was applying for job after job after job after job. And you let me know how many jobs caught me back. One, actually. One. Out of the several that I've apl- I applied to after I left my job and God told me that I wasn't going back to a job, but I wanted money. So I was disobedient and I wanted to still go on Indeed. And each time I applied for a job on Indeed, whether that was a teacher, whether that was a person that was scooping ice cream, whether that was a person that was doing anything. I don't know. I forgot all the jobs that I I put. Nobody responded back. Nobody. But one job called me back. And that was when I was like, oh my God, God, is this the job that you want me to have? They called me. I had an interview. I had the whole interview. She asked me, what is the amount of money that you want to make? I said, $20 an hour. She said, well, we start at 18. I said, well, I would like 20, but I'll be okay with 18. We can talk about it. She said, okay, we're going to call you this, this, and that. I'll call you within the matter of this, that week. Tell me why that lady never called me back. And we're in November. Okay. Let, let, let me keep going. Okay. How did I get here? Right? I'm I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Keep up. So, the lady doesn't call back. And I have to make a choice. This is June at this point. I've stopped traveling. April, May, June. April, I went to Florida. June, I went to California. I mean, no. April, I went to Florida. May, I went to California. June, I went to Houston. After Houston, June, I'm in my room. There's what I thought at the time, no money, right? Right? But but what did God say to the woman that said all she had was a little bit, was a little bit of oil? Come on, come on, God. He said, you give it to me. 
that's enough. Give it to me. That's enough. You have only a little bit of oil in your alabaster box. Give it to me. And so that's what God did. So we came on this journey. He said, give me the money that you don't think is much and let me flip it like I did the, the fish and the loaves. Give it to me, right? So I gave it to him. We're here at June. I'm like, God, what are we going to do? He said, what's the last thing I told you to do that you didn't do? I turned to my book. He said, get on it. So I started to research because I researched Lulu in April, but I put it down because it didn't make sense. So I came back on it in June. Come on, somebody. And June was the right time because I sat down and I told my brother one night, I said, I want to publish my book. The next night I did. And I bought five copies for myself, asked family and said, hey, I just published my book and I have pre-orders. You guys want to make orders? Let's make some shit shake. Okay. So God gave me the book. I published the book. It got to my house. I realized that the book had edit issues, grammatical issues. I'm a perfectionist. Said, I can't let somebody pay for a book that has grammatical errors in it. No, no, no. So I went back on Lulu, edited it again, printed out and bought 55 copies of it, got it sent to my house, realized when I read it again, there were some errors in it that I missed the last time. Read it over 20 more times before I edited it fully, went back, went and purchased 7,500 more copies. Grammatical errors done. Perfect. Exactly the way I wanted it. But it took me over 30, 40 times of reading my same book over again. But it was done, right? So then it was, bam. But what was I supposed to do with the 55 copies? I I was like, God, these are 55 copies and they have little errors. God said, imperfection is what makes artists perfect. Sell them. So that's what I did. I sold 55 of those copies, even though there was a little bit of errors. And if anybody that is listening to this have a copy with the 50 of any of the 55 with the errors, good for you, because that book will be worth a lot of money because imperfections are what make things perfect. You're the only 55 that have a book like that. Everybody else has a perfectly put together book but you don't, but let's keep going. I then thought to myself, I could never sell one book. No one's going to listen to my book. Whole time I've sold over a hundred books. Me, little old me thinking, Hey, no one's going to listen to my poetry. I got a email from this lady that I didn't know. She she purchased one of my books and she told me, never stop writing because my book helped somebody. And that was all I needed. And I was like, God, is this what you call me to be a writer, a self-publisher, an author? He said, no, Nigel, I've called you for more. This is not the end of your story. And I say to myself, how did I get here? Keep going, fast forward. So we have June, right? I started to pub- I published a book in June, the end of June. 
it allotted me July. And then by August, my book sales started to dry up. And so I'm like, God, what, what do you want? What do you want from me? What else do you want from me? I gave you the money that you said you was going to turn into the, to the, to the loaves and the bread. And of course you did it. But what else do you want from me? I don't have anything. I don't have anything. You know how long it took me to write this book. It was 11 years. I can't make an another, another book. He said, candles. I said, what do you mean candles? He said, candles. I went on a walk in August. <laughs> I said, God, if you mean candles for real, show me three yellow and white butterflies. Wiz Khalifa style, black and yellow, black and yellow. Show me three black and yellow butterflies back to back to back on my walk if you want me to stop worrying about being an author and publishing and shipping these books and focus on some candles. I don't know nothing about no candles, God. One, two, three butterflies, black and yellow, flew right in front of me. I stopped in my tracks, mouth wide open and knew right then and there in August, I was gonna have to do something I never, never, ever knew anything about. And that's some candles. What the fuck am I supposed to do with some candles? Look at the, look at the genius of God. He said, I said, what is the, what is it supposed to be? What's the name of this supposed to be? Right then and there came to my head, ethereal. I said, ethereal, that was going to be a tattoo that was going to place on my body. He was like, no, it was never supposed to be a tattoo. When I gave you that name in 2020 and you thought it was supposed to be a tattoo, it was for 2023 when you were supposed to make this business. Keep up with me, okay? Because I'm telling you how God works. God is not a God that wants you to sit on something. He is a God that will tell you to move and will set fire to that ass to get you to move. Keep up. Let's go. So I say, okay, candles. What you want me to do with these candles? He said, you said you wanted to make something with your hands now. Remember when you was a kid back in the day when you was in New York, when you was living where you was living, when your mom used to get on your ass because you was putting shea butter and, and perfumes and all of this stuff and making it and calling it a what, Nyjah? I said, God, I was calling it a concoction. He said, yes, you was calling it a concoction and you was making stuff. See, I'm going to use that little girl that was making concoctions and, and, and use her right now because you're going to be making some concoctions, my baby. You're going to be making some concoctions and you're going to call them candles. So now learn about candles. Learn about those concoctions. So then I went and did my fucking due diligence and learned about them concoctions. And here we are today with Ethereal Candle Co. as my first LLC. And I asked God, how did I get here? I had to sit through hours of learning and training, not just from me, but from other people that knew more than me, not just by candles, but, but from God. I had to sit and get taught some things as a student in order to be a teacher for y'all. I, this whole year, 
expanded me and 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 brought me back catapulted me in ways was God was a catalyst in ways in my life I wouldn't know I started this year off with locks ended this year off with natural hair I cut my locks off <laughs> come on I cut my locks off and became the reverse Samson. Somebody, Samson lost his strength when they cut his locks off. I gained mine when I cut mine off. And that is the, the, the genius of my father, of our father, God. He turned me into a beast in a matter of, in a matter of 7 months April, May, June, July, August, September, October and we're now in November 7 months It took me 7 months to turn into a beast cuz I used to only think that all I had to offer was beauty All I had to offer was brains. And God was like, "No, there's three beasts to you. You are you are beauty, brains, and a beast." And I'm I'm sitting here today and I'm like, "God, how did I get here? How did I come? How did I become this beautiful beast?" And it was because I had a choice like everyone else has a choice. on their path the choice of to go and do what everybody else is doing or the choice to take the road less traveled by now that road is going to tear that ass up that road is going to strip you of everything that road is going to be lonely you're not going to have no friends you're not going to have no one to turn to you're not going to have no crutch you're not going to have nothing nothing but i tell you from somebody that was dealing with this for 7 months and is going to continuously deal with it cuz this is nothing this is not this is not going to get any easier new levels new devils and i was watching corella devil and you know i never really understood i never really understood I never I never liked Corella you know but I never knew the story behind Corella Corella's mother gave her away when she was an a a a baby because she was so her mother was so about herself that she could not take care of a baby because a care, taking care of a baby would a, would have you being selfless and her mom was selfish so she gave the baby away whole time Cruella her name was Estella or something she was raised by this whole woman whole time that was not her mother and this woman was so nice whole time Estella was not nice all the time and the woman would always be like be nice Cruella or be be nice Estella you don't want to be a Cruella you don't want to be cruel and she was like well I like Cruella Cruella has a good ring to it and her whole life she was thinking why do I have this evil side of me or this cruel side of me but 
I want to be good. And the whole time she winds up realizing the mother she thought was her mother was not her real mother, but the mother that she wind up realizing that was her mother was this evil woman that was selfish, took her stuff, um, killed her actual mother that she thought was her mother the whole time. It was a lot, but it was really a good sh- movie. You should check it out. But it allowed me to realize that there's parts of us, there's parts of me that I run away from. There's there's darkness in me that I run away from. And God's like, Nyjah, what do you think these seven months of pruning and refining were to do to, to keep you cuddly, keep you cuddly and fluffy? You're not a teddy bear. You're a tiger. And I'm like, what? No, God, I'm a teddy bear. I'm a teddy bear. And he's like, you're not, though. You're right. You're fluffy. And a lot of people, if you study uh, tigers, they say that they, they are, they are, they're very caring. They're very loving. They are protectors. They protect. They, they're very... But what also do you know about a tiger? They are beasts. But these beasts hold natural beauty. And I'm not... I'm a person, especially now at this point in my life, especially me getting closer and closer to 23... Because each and every podcast that I do within this month is leading me closer and closer to 23. Y'all are going to start to see the full me. Not just one yin. You know, I was was just showing y'all yin. But I'm going to show y'all yang now. Because it's yin yang. There's no yin without the yang, and there's no yang without the yin. And yes, baby, I'm light. And God has refined all of that darkness out of me. But best believe, baby, I'm not God. And God is not green. So if God is not green, why do you think I'm green? No. 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 No more just yin, Nyjah. It's now yin-yang, Nyjah. And yin-yang, Nyjah, is... There's always some lightness in dark. And there's always some darkness in light. And that's life. And in order for me to be my authentic self, because I told you guys, when you see a bumblebee, that means just be. For me to be authentic and for me to want you guys to be authentic, I have to be authentic. And my authentic self is both yin and yang, both light and dark. Now, my alter ego, you know, everyone has one. Beyonce has Sasha Sasha Fierce. And you guys are going to be introduced to Nina. And that is my alter ego. And she doesn't come out a lot. 
Because I used to not want Nina to come out because Nina used to be my monster. But the thing about having a dark side of you and healing that dark side is that there's power in darkness. You just have to know how to use it the right way. I was using my power of my voice in the wrong way before. I used to demean people. I used to do a lot of things with my voice that I don't do anymore because I'm using my voice for good because I know my voice is powerful. And you guys have seen a lot of Nyjah, which is great. And I want you to know Nyjah because Nyjah is me. I'm Nyjah. But I am very much so Nina. And so I want to welcome Nina to the Yoni. And I want everyone in life to welcome their other side to themselves. Because in order to be fully authentic, we have to realize that we are both light and dark. I am nice. No, no, no. No, no, no. I am kind. I am loving. I am caring. But don't play with fire because you will get burned. And that's on that. And every woman and every man should have a side like that to them. And if anybody thinks that other people don't have a side like that to them, you're sadly mistaken. Because the the person that you put on for other people isn't the person that is in your room. And the person that's in my room is not always a nice Nyjah. I'm not nice all the time. What, what, what does Santa Claus say? Sometimes you're nice, sometimes you're naughty. And sometimes I'm nice and sometimes I'm naughty. And now you guys are going to learn the naughty side of me. Because that side of me is also the true side of me. And God has seen that side of me and called that love too. So now I'm more comfortable with that side of me. And so I want to show you guys that. And so within these last weeks of season two, you'll get to see that side. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And... I hope to see you next Tuesday for some more interesting conversations. I love you. God loves you so much more. I look in your eyes, look into your eyes so deep. And I again say I love you, not because of what you do for me or what you do for others, but just because you are you. And and that's beautiful enough. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Bye.